GateWorld.net presents an exclusive interview with Christopher Heyerdahl. It is good to uh, see you again, Chris. You too. Cheers. How is life uh, treating you these days? Life is great. I mean, we just, uh, well, I, know, I, finished, uh, I finished shooting at 2.30 in the morning last night. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, you know, we were just uh, in the middle of uh, the fourth episode of Sanctuary. Right. And, uh, Congrats on that huge pickup, too. Thanks, yeah. 20 episodes. 20 episodes. It's big. I mean, it allows for so much more. Uh, you know, previously we've basically been doing these very small story arcs, and, and you know, with the constant of the five and, and the whole history there, and now with twenty, it gives the the writers, and we have a couple of new writers on board, gives them the the opportunity to really look ahead and create a a major major story arc. So it's 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 exciting. Something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think they have any idea where they're going now, so it's gonna be fun to see how how things unfold. Yeah. Um, 2009 was a huge year for you um, between Sanctuary, Supernatural, New Moon uh, that you were in. Um, how fulfilled uh, do you feel on that from like an actor standpoint, just being able to be all over the place and be seen in so many things? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, there, there's two sides really of the way that I've, my career has gone. I've, I've, I've enjoyed staying out of the limelight. and I've, in the, I mean, I've done all these characters that, that are... Um, Unrecognizable. You know, I walk down the street, nobody knows who I am. There's a certain, you know, I've really enjoyed the anonymity of that. So it's um, uh, it's another adventure to go into uh, go into something or take make the choice of going into something that that uh, gives you so much more uh, visual uh, recognition. Um, so it's new for me. It's 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 kind of fun. The the uh, I haven't been recognized at all yet for for New Moon, which is. Definitely the, right. the 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 biggest the biggest bang. Was there a so part three eclipse at all or not? Uh, no, eclipse uh, because they're following the books. Uh, the Volturi, at least the old guard Volturi, the guys that are running the ship, uh, are you know back in their in their baths, being massaged by mm-hmm. you know Italian tourists just before they eat them. <laughs> um, and uh, so they're not there. It's just the boys that they send off. The errand boys are off doing the uh, doing the thing back and forth. Right. Um, so we come back. The the uh, the uh, triumvirate comes back in the the final battle. Breaking down. Yeah, breaking down. Hopefully yeah. we'll see you there. I hope so too. Over the years, uh, Todd the Wraith yeah. gained quite the fan base. <laughs> um, when the announcement of the cancellation for Atlantis came, were mm-hmm. you surprised at all? Um, the last time we talked to you was—it's you know, been a couple of years. Yeah, I—I I, I mean, I think it's—I'm more surprised when you get renewed more than canceled. I think that it's—it's uh, it's something to be celebrate when you're to be celebrated when you're renewed, and that's that's always that's always fun. So being canceled, I had—it's uh, always—it's uh, it's a bummer not to do the character. I wouldn't say I was surprised or or, or shocked either way, really. Um, I. Uh, I think that I would be surprised in as much as that there was such a huge fan base, and and I was out watching, uh, or watching and listening to uh, Shanksy doing his his uh, talkback, and um, one of the things that that came out so strongly was, I think his response was, you know, do, do people not understand how television works? Uh, it was, you know, bring back Atlantis, right. and um, so from a from a fan standpoint, definitely I, I'm shocked. Right. Um, from an actor's standpoint, not so much. Uh, not so much. Right. Yeah. Are there any developments with the uh, character of Todd that you would have liked to explore that never came to pass? 
he was always kind of a rogue <clears throat> element, you know, never knew whether or not you could trust him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would want to end that aspect of it. I think that's what makes the character interesting is uh, he's unpredictable. And, um, he's the X factor. Absolutely, and, and I think that makes any relationship interesting, certainly one that comes and goes, not necessarily one that you want to have you know, hanging out on a daily basis, but um, that's what makes the character interesting. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see that change. Um, I, I, you know, the, the, the adventures could continue. It would, see him, it would be good to see him in a position of power for a longer period of time. Um, I think we saw him come and go so, so quickly in his... And you think that the guy's been around for whatever, 10,000 years. You see, obviously, he has um, done some amazing things to survive that long in, a, in, a, in an extremely hostile environment. Like the, you know, the Wraith are not exactly uh, living a chill existence every day. So <laughs> he's got to be doing something right. So to, to, to advance and figure out why and how this guy could, could have survived so long would be, uh, would be pretty cool. Between your roles as a Palin, you know, in SG-1, mm -hmm. in the episode that you did there, and then as both Todd and Palin on SGA, Atlantis, mm -hmm. what would you say has, uh, in your opinion, led to the uh, longevity of the franchise as a whole? What keeps viewers coming back? What brings fans to conventions like this? I think it's, well, that's, I think what brings fans, there's two sides of the question, I think what brings fans to conventions like this is, is uh, a, a, a passion for a story that I think is very clear. The good guys are the good guys, the bad guys are the bad guys, and they don't cross over. Mm -hmm. um, the consistency of that. There's a consistency of disappearing into these amazing stories. They get to, you know, it's living a fantasy life. And there's something that's wonderful. We can escape into all these stories and live these fantasies just like the actors get to do, just like the characters get to do, the fans get to come along. And the passion of sharing that with like-minded people, I think, is what really brings people to conventions like this. It's not so much, I think the actors are almost a secondary or tertiary aspect. Um, it's really everyone getting together and talking about what they are so passionate about. And I think if you stick a few actors into that who love, of course, talking about themselves and, and the work that they do, it's, I think everyone's happy. Have you seen the new series? Because you bring up the whole good is good, bad is bad, and yeah. there's that black and white. And uh, have you seen Universe at all? Or, or <clears throat> yes, I've I've done my YouTube. Because <clears throat> my YouTubing. I noticed that there's no longer there's the shades of gray there now. That uh, there aren't the shades of gray. No, that there are the shades of gray. Absolutely. Guys that you don't know, you know where their you know priorities are and, and yeah, their end game is going to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I mean, what have they? With four episodes in or something? I'm not sure. I mean, it, it, it seemed to be very difficult to follow. In all honesty, I'm having a hard time following that that series. I, I don't know what what the guys are doing from from a, a standpoint of somebody trying to watch a, a series. I'm having a hell of a hard time following this series. It's hard to find. Um, and then there's a big hiatus, and there's all this hiatus stuff, and it seems that so many series are doing this which I, I don't understand it from a, a standpoint of trying to get viewers to sit in seats and show them a bunch of that. I think from Sci-Fi's desire to have, you know, original programming, you know, all year throughout. So by splitting up the seasons, you know, and throwing a different show in there for a few months and then coming back, you know, they're able to maintain something original and new throughout the year as opposed to having months where all the programming they have. Am I supposed to like that? It sounds more no, logical, but I'm supposed to like it? <laughs> I don't like it, yeah. yeah. I don't like it myself. It's, I find it very frustrating. I'd rather have, you know, see a story, watch the arc. Because what I tend to, to want to do because of that as a, as a viewer is I don't watch it on the television at all. 
Um, and I just, I wait, I just wait for it. I wait for it. It's, you know, it's that deferred gratification. And I wait for it to come out in DVD. And then I can watch it at my leisure. Because I don't have uh, TiVo and things like that, so it's, I don't have that, that ability. So I just wait, watch it on DVD. That's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's go back to Sanctuary for a yeah. little bit. And uh, you were talking about maybe some longer story arcs. Are we talking anything specifically in regards to the uh, John Drew character or to the entire cast as a whole? I mean, well, it gives the gives the opportunity for right. everyone to have, you know, to go do backstory on Henry, to do uh, uh, more on the five, uh, or at least a few of the five. I'm not sure if we're ever going to meet the Invisible Man, but you know, who knows? Uh, the fact that we had um, can we expect to see more backstory on Magnus herself? Um, uh, I think inherent inherent in all those stories, Magnus is the, is the constant. So I think you're guaranteed to to. Get more always, so always far. get more of Magnus. Right. Uh, if you go back uh, with Henry, you're going to go back with Magnus and her, her time. If you're going to go back with the five, you're going to go back with Magnus. So she's the constant. Right. If you're even going to go back with Will now, the way that, that uh, the writers have gone with the uh, television version of, of Sanctuary versus the, the online version, um, then you're going to go back again with Magnus as well. She had a hand in saving his life and um, you know, bringing him eventually to the sanctuary. So. Uh, Druid himself, over the course of the series run thus far, has had some personality shifts, you know, from, you know, in the pilot, again, you know, where you were homicidal to uh, where you were helping out for a good chunk, and then here at the end of season two, we don't know where things are going to lie again in regards to uh, the energy creature taking hold back again. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's going to be an interesting thing to see where he, where he goes. Um, and as of now, I have no idea. I mean, the telltale sign is, you know, I have, I have hair, so I'm, I'm definitely not playing Druid right now. Right. Um, the idea is that he's going to be coming back. Right. And so um, when he does, we're, we're going to find out where he's gone. The, the, the last moment that we, were, that we left uh, Druid on was, uh, was he, the last thing he said was, um, I have no destination in mind. And it was set up that if he didn't have destination in mind, then he would be, um, he could, you know, go into that wall and rematerialize, and that, that would be the end of him. Right. So in a way, he was trying to commit, commit suicide and, and end this, kill this creature off in order to save, to save the woman he loves. Right. Um, so who knows how they're going to bring him back. Um, but I, I can't. I can't imagine that we're going to go back to Druid as the, the nice, you know, the no. so-called nice that's guy no that's on side. Yeah. He's much more interesting when, you know, you're you're really looking over your back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, not a lot of Sanctuary fans were particularly happy with uh, the uh, disappearance of Ashley, and Emily's mm-hmm. uh, disappearance from the series. Um, yes, she's awfully enjoyable to uh, <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Most most of the guys enjoyed that. Every every yeah. enjoyed those leather those yeah. leather outfits and all those um, guns. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, admit it. Yeah, I admit, I admit. <laughs> but she was a uh, in all seriousness. Yeah, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. you know, a huge focus point of season one. Do you agree with the decision to? bring in a character that was a little bit more not necessarily not that Ashley didn't have her you know wild streak and you know disobeying her mother type thing but Mm -hmm. to bring in Kate you know and then have it be a little bit more even edgier than what Ashley was was that uh, 
plot device that you agreed with yourself, or did you feel that Emily, having been there since the beginning, Amelia. That, it was, yeah, mm. that it was difficult to see her go? Well, I th from a character standpoint, uh, I found it difficult to, because the way it had been set up that you have, um, you have our, the, lead, the leading character, you have the ma main nemesis, and you have uh, her uh, her daughter, his daughter. Oh, you find it's his daughter. So there's there's this triangle going on, and I think there are a lot of. Uh, it's unfortunate because there are so many stories that could have been told um, about that advancing. Uh, that you know she could have gone to the dark side with Druid. There so could have been all this, you know. Absolutely. And so from purely from, you know, you look like you can rec you recognize that dysfunctional family. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so not seeing those those arcs explored is is, is definitely disappointing. Um, and beyond that, uh, you know, I, I I come in, I I, I do my job, I, I find ways to to uh, uh, to have fun with the gang, and, and the decisions that the uh, the higher ups make is really uh, is none of my business. Um, but definitely, it's unfortunate we didn't get to see that uh, that arc, and uh, and definitely Amelia looks great in leather. And, <laughs> no comment. She's, she's a great ass kicker, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, we just saw you uh, just the other week on Human Target on Fox, and uh, you got to be in an episode with Kevin, which... Uh, mm -hmm. and, well, uh, I mean, he was in the same episode. In the same episode. Yeah. But, uh, I, didn't, I wasn't did there with him. Didn't see him at all. Eric Avari was in it also. He's got some Stargate roots, obviously. Um, what else do you have in the works? Anything outside of... Well, I mean, there's... Uh, uh, Caprica is... Um, I'm doing, I think, a three-episode story arc in Caprica coming up. Uh, whenever they come back from hiatus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, case in point. Um, and I, I'm involved in a, um, a French television series uh, in, in Quebec. And now I'm doing Sanctuary, so that's really taking me up until November. Right. Um, and if I choose to be really foolish and do something in, in our uh, one-month hiatus, then perhaps I'll dive into a, a number of possibilities there, but we'll see. I'll probably actually just take the time off my wife and enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah. If your days um, are over as far as your association with anything Stargate related, what will you take from the time that you've spent there in the years? Um, oh, gosh. Actor, yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably about... 365 hours of uh, sitting in a makeup chair <laughs> and having glued poured in my head. Mind you, I'm still continuing that. Mm -hmm. I just finished last night uh, doing Sanctuary, doing a, 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 a sort of a backstory uh, or an A story on the, on the, on the big guy. And um, so, yeah, I'm still covering myself with, with glue, actually with exactly the same guys as well. So I, I, it's interesting. Actually, an interesting friendship with the guys who, uh, who do my makeup. The uh, I think probably the most intimate time I had there was spent uh, spent doing that. Um, that being said, I think the one of the fun things was uh, working with Rachel and, the, and when we did uh, the final um, season, we did the, the Queen, mm -hmm. and to work with her in the first season, and then again uh, in the final season, but as completely different characters. It was really it was fun to work together and and, and focus on something completely different. Right. Yeah. So um, 
Um, I, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's it's there's so much. You know, it's it's fun. I mean, seeing, hanging out with these guys in the in the in the green room. You know, it's like meeting old school buddies or old. Uh, you know, it's uh, there are the friendships, there are the the relationships that were started with um, uh, Martin Wood, Amanda Tapping. If I hadn't uh, uh, met them, found out they were my neighbors, uh, become friends step by step, and then you know, getting involved in these shows and now working on Sanctuary together. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a full life. It is. Um, Working with uh, with these people, and I think that's what they've set up. Is they, no matter who you talk to, and even now uh, in Sanctuary, um, when we came back for the third season, this is a, you know a, a true testament to the bar that they set. Is that all the guys in the crew kept came back from six months being away, mm-hmm. and every one of them, I said, hey, how are you guys doing? And every one of them independently said, oh, I feel like I'm back home, and that's. That's what you know has been a consistent. It is, it is, with all its bumps and bruises, and you know, yeah, it's great. So I think that's uh, it's pretty special.